Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Kevin. And this is Mike. And we're finally back after a little bit of a... We've had a break. We did have a break. Obligations. A psychotic break. There was psychosis involved, yes. Um, We don't have anything new other than we we had a study done. A study was done. No, we didn't have it done. Somebody else did the study. There was a study. And they determined that everything we have told you in the last 10 or 15 years about alignment and tire wear was complete fiction. Yep. Yep. All our advice is bogus. Uh, everything we've been doing, uh, we, we were we were talking out of our rear ends. Yes. And any resulting improvements in tire mileage are completely coincidental. Completely. There was no basis in scientific fact for any of it. <laughs> so that's our story, and we're going to stick to it. Well, that's somebody's story. I'm sure they're sticking to it. I'm going to stick to it. What the hell? Yeah. Give me a whole new thing to do. Did you hear? You, you did hear. We were, in fact, we were talking recently about something that I would say would, would cause everything <laughs> we do to be fictional if it was true that you needed to bend trailer axles with any regularity at all. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, we read an article that said they all have to bend them about every six months in order to keep them in good shape. Trailer axles. Yeah. Trailer. A axles. pipe. A piece of steel pipe, you have to bend it. Bend it. Yeah, and every time you bend it, it gets stronger. <laughs> Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> My name is Mike, and don't call me Shirley. Right. <laughs> All right. If you have a question or a comment for us, please push one on your phone dial. That'll put you in the queue so we know you have a question. I'm not going to tell you what happens if you push it twice. Well, let don't, that be a yeah. mystery. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and try it if you want. Yeah. But uh, and if we you won't find be out, hearing from you again. That's all I'm going to say. Or you can call us if you are heard from us again and tell us what actually happened when <laughs> yeah, you pushed actually, the play. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are going to play our normal game of where the hell are you calling from? And we've got a, a contender here with a an area code that I think just doesn't exist. I think it's made up. It's not on my list. And, but we figured out maybe why it's not on his list. Because the list is 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 2008 phone book. Yeah, I ripped it right out of that. What, did you do that 10 years ago and leave it for yourself? I know it was just a book that was hanging around here. We ripped the page out. <laughs> yeah, we do have a problem with recycling. There. We are not up to date. Right. So, 989 area code. You want to take a guess on where that is? It's in fantasy land. I told fantasy you. Fantasy land. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's find out where it is and if he's there. All right. Hello, Hello, 989. Hello. How are you doing? You're in Michigan. Is the phone number from Michigan? Yes. Son of a gun. There's a new Michigan land, actually. Okay. Very good. And and what's up? All right. I got a wheel bearing torque spec question. Um, Okay. I'm working on a little boy. Okay. Right. It's got inboard inboard drums. Okay. When you just have the when you just have the hub for your hub setting, it's got the drum folded to it, so does 
Gains. Yes. Go to 30, 35 foot pounds instead of 25. That's a single nut. Oh, go to 50. Yeah. Okay. Go to 50. And when you're done, just to feel good about it, and you put the wheels back on it, okay, spin it. With the oil in it. Yeah, with the oil in it and everything. Just give it a spin, and it should go around. It should spin freely for a good turn and a half. And, and if it don't go around, we're too damn tight. All right. <laughs> All right. That sounds easy enough. Okay, buddy. Um, that's good. I have one other question. Um, okay, right. but this one's gonna cost you. This is gonna cost you double. All right. <laughs> All right. Checks in the mail. Got it. Um, <laughs> you, you still doing the um, tire school there in Des Moines? Yes, we October? are. We're planning on it. Uh, nobody signed up yet, but we are planning on it. Yep. Oh, so you still have available? We have space available. Lots of room. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of room. All we right. have twelve <laughs> seats. Twelve seats, and they're all available. Right. All right. Should I just call the your number there tomorrow? Uh, you can call us, or or you, and, and we're going to wind up referring you to the Des Moines Area Community College because you got to go through them to get signed up for it. Right. You may as well just directly call Des Moines Area Community College. Do you have Do you have the ad that we've been putting on Facebook? I have not seen it lately. No. Oh, okay. All right. Um, call the office. We'll give you a phone number. You can call them and get it all sorted out. All right. Right. All right. Perfect. Thanks, guys. You bet you, buddy. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Okay. So was, Somebody's going to sign up for the school this October. That's cool. Well, that is good. I'm sure more people will. Yeah, we had two people in the spring. Mm-hmm. We had nobody in July because it was the middle of summer. Nobody wanted to come. I don't blame yeah, them. Well, we've got an issue with our uh, marketing on this thing. We're, we're really bad at it. Uh, yeah, we haven't uh, <laughs> reached out to people exactly the way we should have. Yeah, well, we keep trying. We'll keep doing it. We're good alignment, guys. Yeah. Okay, so now we've got to do another phone call, right? We don't have to, but we certainly can. Well, people are sitting around listening to they something. Are, they don't want to hear us talk. Okay, so we've got a 917 area code. 917, okay. Yes. Um, that is probably uh, uh, Missouri. Wrong. Okay. New York. New York. I think this guy is from up in the Finger Lakes area, and I think he's called us before. Okay, well, you can think that. I have no idea. And I bet he's not in the Finger Lakes area. <laughs> Okay. I think he's in Florida. Florida. Well, most of the people we've talked to from New York New York have been actually in, in Florida. Florida. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, let's find out. All right. That's the wrong one. That's not. Oh, that is the wrong one. Hold on a second. Excuse us. Okay. That's the right one. That's the right one. There's 917. Hey, good night, guys. That's correct. I'm in Florida. Very good. We got a guest right. Could you turn your radio down? I can hear it feeding back. Okay, is that better? That's better. Thank you. All right. Um, I spoke to you guys a couple, maybe about a month ago. I took the truck back to Modeling International to get the alignment rechecked on it. Um, Good. They told me that I have um, working pins or either a worn axle. Now, I'm huh? leaving to the ladder because the kingpin was put in at the end of 2015. I personally jacked the truck up every two weeks and greased the truck. Uh-huh. Um, is there something that can be done to repair that axle, or it has to be changed out? If it's the axle. If it's the axle, there's a company called Axle Surgeon. 
and they can drill the end of the axle where the kingpin goes through and put a sleeve in it to refit it so it'll fit tight again. Okay. So you want to search online for axle surgeons and call them and and see the closest one to you that can do that. Otherwise, otherwise you have to replace the axle. Okay, great, great, good. Thank you, guys. No problem, buddy. Sure. You have a good day. All right, thanks. Bye. Okay. All right. That was All good. Right. We can handle that one. Yep. All right. Um, we now have the 915, which you pushed the wrong button on before. Uh-huh. But we will talk to the 915 once you guess who he is and where he is. I am going to guess that since this one was New York, this one's going to be Florida. Okay. And he's still in Texas because you can't get out of Texas. Get out of Texas in a day. Yeah, there's no way you can drive uh-huh. out of there. Especially by horse. Right. Uh-huh. That's a All right. Uh, click. Hello, Texas. Texas? Uh, well, guys, uh, thank you for taking my call. You betcha. I'm from El Paso, but I am in North Carolina. Huh. Boy, you've really gotten out of there. You've That's good for you. Away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. What's up? I've got a trailer tire problem. Okay. Um, my inside tires that I keep getting, it keeps eating up my tires. It's got the, the ripple effect really bad on the inside tires. On the inside edge of the inside tires? Yes. Both yes. edges. Both edges, not just the inside edge, but both shoulders? Correct. Uh, the one inside is more prevalent, but the one outside is is oh the inside uh, of the outside not, not as much. Okay, yeah. so the inside edge of the outside tire and, and the inside edge of the inside tire and the inside edge of the inside tire. The closest closer to the frame you get, the more wear there is. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Good. Very good. There are two things that can cause this. One would be loose wheel bearings. And you can check that simply by parking someplace and releasing the brakes and jacking up one of the wheel positions with the brakes released. Grab the top of the tire and give it a good hard push in. And if it goes clunk, clunk, the bearing's loose. Right, like you're trying to rip the tire right off the wheel. Yeah, just going to push it right in there and and then let, let it come back. And if it goes clunk, clunk, the bearing's loose. You need to tighten your bearings up. Right. Okay? Okay. Now, if, okay. That, if you don't find anything with that then the problem is probably a Hendrickson uh, uh, axle, uh, the wide diameter The six-inch diameter axle, yeah. Do you have a Hendrickson suspension on this trailer? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Okay, all right. It's a Um, a 2013 Utility 4000DX. Yeah, Yeah. they could could put it on there. Are you parked or are you driving? (laughs) Yes, I'm parked. Can you walk out there with your phone? And just take a look at the side of the trailer. Right. Uh, yeah. the... I, want, I want you to go down on the driver's side. Mm-hmm. Walk back where the wheels are. Okay. And attached to the side of the trailer, there's usually some labels yeah. talking about different things about the trailer. How, how magnificent it is. Especially sort of a square with an H in it. That'll tell you it's a Hendrickson. First off. Well, let's see if the label's there first. But in tracks, right? Okay. <laughs> driver, driver's side. Uh, yep. 
Out, okay. All the way back by the tires. By the wheels. Should be some labels on the side of the trailer there. Yes. Is it's it one a that Hendrickson, says Hendrickson? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So the Hendrick the Hendrickson makes a couple of different suspensions. The one we're worried about is that the axle is six inches in diameter. Or is it five inches in diameter? Yeah, the five-inch one is not a problem. The, the smaller axle actually has a thicker wall. The larger diameter axle is thinner, and as you hit bumps in the road, it flexes, and the tires move in and out, and they chop the inside edge off. Okay? Okay. So if you go back there with the tape measure when you have time, and you just hold the tape measure up and see, does that look like it's six inches, or does it look like it's five inches? That'll tell you what the story is. I could be wrong, but I think he's looking for a tape measure right now. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. We got time. Either okay. way, okay. The, 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 I guess the big problem here is once you determine that that is the problem, now how do you fix it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Correct. Uh, is it your trailer or is it a company trailer? My trailer. Your trailer. Okay. Yes. Let's let's me- let's measure it before I tell you this. Okay. Okay. What am I measuring again? One more time. Sorry about that. You're trying to you're trying to figure out how tall the axle is. Is is it six inches tall or is it five inches tall? That tube that's running down, you know, between the wheel ends. Okay. Let me crawl it down there. Yep. Okay, from the floor, right? No, from from the bottom of the axle to the top of the axle. So you're sort of just holding it up to it and trying to see if it's more than five or less than six or what? Okay, less than six. Is it just about six or is it about five? Uh, About five. About five. Oh, good. All right. Well, hopefully this is just a bearing. Hopefully it's just loose wheel bearings then, because the five-inch axle we normally don't have problems with. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, attack on, those on. bearings. Okay. Uh, uh, and if you need no, to get them. Uh, in... No, it is It is a six. It is a six. Oh, it's, uh, oh that's bad news. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. You still need to check and make sure the bearings are tight. Okay. Okay. And And if you take it to a shop, do you do your own work or do you have somebody else do it? I have somebody else do it. Okay. When you go to the somebody else and you tell them you want the bearings adjusted, if they're, you know, they're not sure about how we want them adjusted, you can tell them to call us, mm-hmm. and we've got a chart that tells you how we want the bearings adjusted. Right. Okay? Based on what they find inside okay. there. Right. But if you jack it up or the buddy jacks it up and he grabs the top and shakes it and it doesn't go clunk, clunk, well, that's not the bearings, so we're not going to worry about it. Okay? Right. Okay. All right. It's, now, if but it's I bet just, it is <laughs> because... The axle flex usually doesn't extend all the way to the second tire. Usually, yeah, I think you got both problems, but right. who knows? Okay, now the second question is, how do we fix that axle? Now, here's the problem. If you fix the axle, you stand a chance that the DOT guy can write you up for modifying the axle. Right. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the only real fix is to weld a, a bridge on it to, to give it more strength. Yeah, you weld some steel on top axle from end to end to make it a little stiffer so it doesn't flex. Uh-huh. And if the DOT guy oh, wow. wants to be a real real prick about it, he can write you a ticket for modifying the axle. Right. So that's a problem. <clears throat> anyway. <Okay. laughs> 
Does that make sense? How about how about alignment? Is this not an alignment issue? Nope, this is not an alignment issue. No. There's no way alignment is going to wear the inside edge on all four wheel positions. Right. Now, I think that the, the, the axle bending article that we were talking about earlier was probably trying to deal with pretty much this exact situation because it's really prevalent. But if you even bent the axle, the problem was never that it's the wrong camber now. It's that it's flexing under load. So how are you going to bend it to get to the right uh, uh, amount for every moment that you're driving? Yeah, it just doesn't it's work. It's going to constantly flex, so any, any bend you made didn't fix anything. Right. You might move some of the wear to the outside shoulder. Oh, yeah, might. And a little less wear in the inside shoulder, but you're still going to wear shoulders because the axle's too light. Right. And that would be a dramatic change. Right. Anyway. Wow. Okay? Okay. All righty. All, All right, right, bud. Sorry we couldn't help you more. <laughs> yeah, but at least you got All the right, bearings. Get those bearings tight. You bet. We'll cut Bye-bye. it in half. All right. I will. Thank you. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. Not good news there, but that's life. Not not bad news. You know, we told him you can he can at yeah, least cut yeah. that wear in half. Give him some ideas. Two oh one. Two oh one's familiar. It is. It's uh New Jersey? Yes. Chris Christie's calling. Oh he's Chris off Christie. the beach. He's uh probably did they do they impeach him or something? No, no, but he's out? off what the, the beach. I didn't say him? impeach. <laughs> All right, let's see what happened. Hello, Hello Jersey. Chris Christie. Hey, how's it going? It is Chris Christie. I got kicked off the beach on Memorial Day, so uh, <laughs> heading out to, uh, <laughs> to Michigan. I'm going to do some camping. Good for you. Good for you. All right. So what's up? Uh, not much. I got a question for you guys. On my uh, drive axle, forward axle, driver's side, the inside tire, inside shoulder, is really worn. Yep. And also on the driver's side, the rear axle, the inside tire, uh, the second rib from the outside going in, that yep. one is really worn. Yep. Okay. Okay. I think you got the same basic problem that the guy we just talked to had. When you have dual wheels and you were in the inside edge of the inside tire, it is typically either axle flex or loose wheel bearing. And you hope it's axle flex. Now, what brand of truck do you drive? It's uh, Peterbilt. Okay, Peterbilt's a Dana axle. Dana and Meritor and Detroit are all the primary providers of drive axles. They all make a lightweight axle that's 9.5 millimeters thick. They also make a standard duty axle that's 11 millimeters thick. The nine and a half millimeter axle is the one that if you buy a truck, they're going to equip it with a nine and a half because it's lighter and they're always trying to make the trucks lighter. But that axle flexes too much as you hit bumps in the road. And the new low rolling resistance tires we're running today don't like the flex and they tend to cup on the inside or some particular brands, Goodyear particularly, instead of cupping on the shoulder, it'll cup the first line of lugs right next to it. Okay. So, a Peterbilt also tends to come with a preset non-adjustable bearing. So, the odds are the bearings aren't loose. The odds are you got axle flex. Now, what year is this truck? Uh, 2001. Hmm. Ooh, 2001 did not come with the preset bearings. They didn't right. start that until 2003. 2002. So, you've got a chance the bearings are loose. 
They have a really okay. good chance the bearings are this. I mean, it's only been 16 years, even if you had presets. Yeah, they probably somebody would have taken them out and thrown them away and put in standards. So okay, you really so, need to get in uh, at that era. Well, yes, at that era, they still would have been putting in the 9.5. Yeah, they still had a 9.5, but they wouldn't have the preset bearings. So right. we got a chance. And at the time, they didn't have the same low rolling resistance tires, so they weren't seeing the issue when the vehicle was new. Yeah, that, that pattern didn't start showing up until 05 and 06. Right. Okay, so. Do you do the repair work yourself? No, I usually have someone do it for me. Okay, so when you go to a shop and they're going to want to adjust the bearings, they're going to want to adjust them wrong. Well, take it to one of our shops. You can take it to one of our shops. Yeah. And you can look them up on the website on mdaline.com and look at the shop locator and pick a guy that will do it. The other choice is if you want to go to a, a shop that you normally go to, you can have them call us and we'll tell them how we want them to adjust the bearings. Right. Now, Neither of these will work. Hopefully they'll do it because it's really simple to do, it and is. it'll make sure the bearings are tight. And it'll okay? solve your tire wear issues. Okay. All right. Because I, was, I, was, I got an MD alignment done uh, a few months ago, and I was thinking maybe that screwed everything up because I haven't had this problem before. Um, and just kind of, I just noticed it actually about a, two you, weeks ago. Did you change tires? No. Same tires on it. How many miles are on these tires? Uh, maybe like 60,000, 70,000. Okay. We need to, need to get somebody to check those bearings. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a situation where you're probably going to end up having, I mean, you should have been adjusting your bearings about once a year anyway on the rear end of this thing. Yeah, because it's, it's not a non-adjustable. What, what shop did you go to for the MD alignment? Uh, I think it was called Flynn's Tire Shop out in uh, Ohio, Hubbard, Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Uh, it's a tire shop. Okay. I would call them back, tell them you're having this issue, tell them you talk to me, you think it's a bearings. If that's convenient for you to go back there, that would be a good idea. Have them check the bearings yeah. and, and see what they say about it. If you want to go someplace else, that's fine, but we can try and help them adjust them. Okay? Well, yeah. No, we okay. can help anybody, but they already know what they're doing. All righty. All right. Sounds good. Thank right. you. you. You have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. All right. Bearings. bearings. Bearings, bearings, bearings. We never hear about that issue. No, never do. Nobody calls. Nobody. Nope. nope. nobody Two calls in a row. What are you talking about? Issue. Okay. What's the next one there? Uh, 254. Okay. Your guess. Uh, I think it's Missouri. No, it's Texas. Texas. You really are stuck on Missouri. I am. Tonight. I'm terrible at this game. Your girlfriend live in Missouri? Uh, <laughs> it's in the middle of the state. It's got a lot of areas. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's in see if he's in Missouri. All right. Uh, hello, Texas. Missouri. Texas. Missouri. Texas. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> it's Texas. Okay. And are hey, you in Texas? Hey. No, I'm in North Dakota. North All right. Dakota. All right. Well... <laughs> Somebody dropped the hammer down and just splattered it, sounds like. Uh, I guess anyway, so. um, thank you all for doing what you do. It's really nice. I love listening to your show. But anyway. Uh, well, thank you. I have a couple of questions. I am trying to spec a truck. Uh, we have a dedicated route that uh, goes across uh, the panhandle of Texas. Panhandle of Oklahoma, Southern Colorado, and all that stuff is kind of like driving across stairs. 
And uh, right, right. So I am trying to pick out the proper suspension, and I'm thinking about going with full air ride, including the front axle. Um, and the option that I have for that is the AG130. Uh, it's a 13,000-pound uh, four uh, air ride front axle. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard about it. It's built by Kenworth or yeah. yeah. Well, here, something like that. I got anyway. a, I got a, I got a question. I'd like to I'd like to run something by you. Um, you were right. um, you've heard us talk about lowering caster before. Uh, yes, but the the theory behind it all still kind of escapes me. That's no problem. I'm, it, it, I, I just the air ride suspension you might find it it handles a little bit different than what you're used to, and I'm concerned uh-huh. it's still going to provide the same level of shock that you're trying to avoid as you drive over these things. I mean, it may it may be cushy as as it springs, but it's still gonna it's still gonna it's still got a pretty high caster and it's still gonna uh, hit every single bump. So I'm wondering if maybe you should lower the caster on your vehicle first and see how that does driving the same route and see if that would be a better option than switching to an air ride. I mean, if, if the lowering the okay. caster smooths out the, the bumps, then you don't have to worry about getting an air ride. Okay. Uh, caster is the forward and backward rotation of the axle? Of the axle. Correct. Correct. And they'll normally come out with somewhere between four and five degrees of caster. And if we find if you the backwards or forwards, the bottom is tilted forward, the top's tilted back. Okay. And what that does is when you hit a bump in the road, the kingpin, instead of going straight up into the leaf spring, is jamming back against the leaf spring and increasing the road shock. And you need about two degrees of caster for a three-axle tractor to be directionally stable. With power steering. Yeah, with power steering. The extra amount is put in there because the, the engineers think they more is better. Now, by reducing it to two degrees from, let's say, five, you reduce about 30% of the road shock and increase tire life about 30%. Now, we found from our experience doing that provides a more stable vehicle with a better ride and better tire life. Then we get with the air ride because air ride kind of mushes around and it's like driving a boat. It kind of wants to float around the road on you. Right. Yes, sir. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm just suggest. I mean, because it's cheap and easy to do, uh, if you just stick a couple of wedges in there and drop the, the caster by about three, two to three degrees, two and a half degrees, get two, two and a half degree caster wedges, stick them underneath the, the spring, and just see how it changes the ride. And if, if you like it, okay. then you don't have to worry about the air ride. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, okay. That uh, that takes care of the front of the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. As far as continuing to spec a uh, truck, we've, uh, I've got three options, I think, as far as the rear suspension goes. Yep. Um I, I don't really want to build the truck specifically for this route, so, you know, and then sacrifice retail mm-hmm. ability on the on the tail end of it. But uh, mm-hmm. I want to find something that will work better because it's shaking the hell out of the truck, you know. 
And sure. Well, what, what is it you've got now? It rattles and stuff. Um, right now, uh, I have one truck that's got the AG400, is the eight-bag yep. Kenworth system. And, and that's I got a another ride. truck that has, oh, yeah, yes, it is, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then I got another truck, uh, it's, it's a T680 from Lone Mountain, and I'm not sure what it has. It's a four-bag system, so it's probably the AG400. Or the, uh, the it's Kenworth? Or something. Well, Kenworth has the three different air ride suspensions that are proprietary to the Packard group. <laughs> One is the 380, which has a big curved spring that goes from the frame and arcs in front of the tire and then arcs back down underneath the tire. Looks like a big D in front of the axle. Right. The 380 is not a bad ride. It's got a lot of moving parts. It tends to rattle loose a little bit. Eventually. The 400 is the one you've got. And although it's a full air ride, on top of the differential, there's a Y-shaped arm that goes from the top of the diff in an angle up to the frame in a Y. And every time you hit a bump in the road, that Y-shape slams the frame. And then it just constantly jams you up against it. Yeah. So although you got full air ride, you got direct bars from the axle right into the frame causing shock. Okay. The okay. other one is what's called a low air leaf on a Peterbilt. I can't remember what number they call it on a Kenworth, but it's an air uh, leaf. Yeah, suspension. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Of the three of them, to me, that's the more durable, better simple. average ride of the three of them. It's simple. It's a the. It's not an underslung suspension. It doesn't rattle loose. It has um, less components. It's a really really good components in it. I like that one a lot. Right. That is excellent. Okay. And uh, you guys kind of got me a little worried about um, axles as far as mm-hmm. the, uh, you're talking about a nine and a half millimeter and an 11 millimeter thick yep. axle yeah. wall. Uh, so I need to tell him I want a 11. A 11. Non-light duty. No, you want the 11 millimeter oh, housing. It's 11 millimeters oh. thick. That's what you want. The standard or the heavy, heavier duty. Right. Uh, not is the, that not what the you're going to get with a? Is that what you're going to get with a forty thousand pound rear? You get uh, the, tandem? the the tandems are rated for forty thousand pounds. Whether you get the nine point five or the eleven, it doesn't change the rating. Good to know. Okay, okay. so you want the forty thousand, but you want it with eleven millimeter housings. Right, and and they will they will not uh, possibly not know what the hell you're talking about. Or just be confused why you'd want to add, what is it, a total of 10 pounds? It's about 15 pounds per axle, about 30 pounds total. You're adding 30 pounds of metal to the truck. Why would you do that? Well, because it's better for tire life. It's better for tire life. And that's the only difference you're ever going to experience. (laughs) For about 100 pounds less of of worry, I'll trade 60 pounds of steel. Yeah. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. All right. That sounds great. Okay, Sorry. so from five degrees of camber to about two. Caster. And Not see how camber, that works. Caster. 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 Uh, caster. Don't do correct. Camber. Yes, sir. yes. Thank you. And see how that works. Caster. And if that works good for you, then just buy a standard parabolic front leaf spring axle with an I beam. And when you get it, reduce the caster. Yep. Okay. How, can I check that myself? Like, is there just put a square up against the bottom of the axle, or how, how do I what check that? Have? What you need to find is a digital level. They're usually like about six inches long, like an old-fashioned torpedo level. Okay, you even got one on your phone. Okay. 
Yeah, you've got one on your phone. I do. Okay. Uh-huh. So you take the level on your phone, you stand it up on top of the frame next to the engine, and you get a reading on it, okay? And let's say that it says it's zero just for the hell of it, okay? So you sat on level ground. Mm-hmm. Then you take it down and you set it on the axle right next to the U-bolts in the same reference that it was up on the frame. Right. The difference between what it reads on the frame and what it reads on the axle is the caster. Yeah, the axle pad That's right next to the spring. Yes. Awesome. That's simple. That's Thank all there is to it. Okay? Yep. Beautiful. I'll do it. Thank you. Right. You bet you, buddy. You have a good day. Good luck. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that was good. We yep. did good there. Yep, yep, yep. We have been on the air a half hour now, and we have not solved any problems. We've not got to do more. Not a one. We've told people directions to go, but we've not actually solved the problem. And remember, the study said that we're full of shit. <laughs> Whatever the study was. Whatever the study was. Okay. We've it's got another phone. My new wife. <laughs> five seven zero. Oh. Uh, five seven zero. Oh. Five seven zero. Oh. Uh, Missouri. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay, Phil. Yes, Pennsylvania. You were watching the. I was just watching Groundhog's Day, and it's before he came here. He yeah. was late to get here because he was watching Groundhog Day. Right. All right. Let's see if he's five seven zero oh is actually in. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Do you think he is? I think he is. I think he's, I think he's home. Not. It's Sunday night. Hello, Punxsutawney Phil. Nope, not Punxsutawney Phil. No. <laughs> Where are you at? Uh, uh, just outside of Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, he's down there where it's warm and humid. Uh, humid, yes, humid. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a load going into Memphis. During Elvis week. Oh, joy. Oh, joy. (laughs) Mm. Fun times. That's almost as bad as having a load into Des Moines, Iowa when the state fair's here. Almost. Almost. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to like this one, Mike. I don't have a problem. Oh, damn. I just have have a question. Well, I do have a problem. You know, I live in Pennsylvania. And you drive a truck. (laughs) <laughs> don't even go there okay we won't go there <laughs> anyway I recently had to part company with my old trusty 2007 Columbia okay which which isn't a bad thing okay uh, I have recently acquired a 2014 Cascadia Evolution okay and as I was walking around just you know, just looking at everything, I noticed something that put a smile on my face. A grin. I've got ten, alum- ten aluminum wheels. They're Alcoa's, and they're stamped Max Inflation Cold 130 PSI. Ah. Yeah, you got L- uh, H-rated you- rims. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, right now, there are, <laughs> unfortunately, on the drives... Recaps. Oh, joy. That's okay. I hate recaps. That's, that's, that's all right. That's all right. Your question what is how much air should you and, run, and right? They are, they, they are duels. What pressures okay. would you recommend I run on the steer and on the drives? On the drives, 100 pounds. That's enough. It's, it's plenty air. Because according to the manual, those tires only require 70. And so 100 pounds back there, which is the industry standard, is just fine for those. Now, my question about your okay. steer is, what is the axle rating on your steer axle? Is it a 12, a 12.5, or is it a 13.2? 13.2. 13.2. 
You want 130 in them. Yep. All day long. All right. Well, no, I mean, at the start of the day, don't go back and check it and say it's 130 again. Yeah, it's so, yeah. cold in the morning, and, and you want to make sure that somebody is selling you H-rated, load-range H tires. Right. On the steers. Don't, don't care what's on the back. In other words, I want 16-ply on the steer, not 14-ply. Exactly. Correct. If you have 14-ply, you do not have enough tire to carry a 13-2, and technically the DOT guy can write you a ticket. Who wants that? For exceeding the tire rating. Correct. So make sure you got 16-ply tires yeah. and take it up to 130. Yeah, and the argument that guys can make is, well, I'm not carrying 13. I'm only carrying 12. And the DOT guy says, you are required to have enough tire in there to carry the rated load capacity of your axle because I don't know what you're going to have on here tomorrow. Right. So you don't have enough tire. Right. Very good. Okay. Thanks awesome. very much. You have a great day. You too. Bye. All right. Good times. Okay. That was cool. We did that one. <clears throat> yep. 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 We got a few more. We do have a few more. Two one people have been waiting to get a hold two of us for a couple eight. of weeks. Two. One eight. It's 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 North Carolina. Minnesota. Well, at least it wasn't Missouri because I finally got off Missouri. Be in the land of Sven and Ollie. Sven and Ollie and Yeah, sure you betcha. Is he is he there? Yes, he's there. He's there. He can't get out of there. Uh, I'm gonna say he's not though because it's a land of ten thousand lakes and he's fishing. It's past the 4th of July. It's already winter. Yeah, it's already winter up there. Right. You can see if the snow showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Minnesota. Hello. I'm uh, actually in Wisconsin right now. So. Oh, well, that's almost the same thing, <laughs> except it's a cheesehead. <laughs> <laughs> except well, for the cheeseheads. Just I have a 2000 uh, Pete 379. Okay. And they just put a new front axle underneath this truck. Okay. And I had it aligned by a, a place with an alignment rack, not by yeah. my choosing. Okay. I'm uh, a company driver. And they yeah. put brand new Michelin steers on there. Mm-hmm. When I'm loaded, it likes to wander. Mm-hmm. Empty, it's not so bad. Yep. <laughs> All right, now you got Michelin tires on the front, right? Oh, you're breaking up. You broke up on us. Did we lose you? Matching. Oh, there okay, you go. you're still there. Okay, good. Now, are you stopped or are you driving? Uh, currently driving. Okay. Okay. This what is I want you to do? Really dicey. I want you to put the truck on cruise control. I want you to wrap a bungee strap around the steering wheel and hook it onto your shifter. And then I want you to get out of the truck and run real fast next to the front tires because I want you to feel them. Now, you can hang on to the hood and do this, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> he dropped. I lost him. Yeah. Well, I, I, we were going to have fun with this guy. I tried that. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we started talking about this, he hung up on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or he tried it and the phone hung up He fell it. down and got run yeah. over by the tools. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, hopefully I'll call back. He'll call back. We'll get him later. I just want to make sure he's still alive and didn't take our advice. Well, as long as we're not responsible, I don't care. All right. Six ten. Uh, six one zero. Oh. Six ten. Uh, six ten. New Mexico. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. All right. You 
should have known that. <laughs> what? No, it was too old. Was... And he's still in Pennsylvania. Okay. Let's find out. All right. Uh, oh, I oh, oh, All oh. right. Hello, Pennsylvania. Hello, Pennsylvania. Hey, yeah, how you doing? I Who am still in Pennsylvania. All right, I got right once. <laughs> you got all, you got right yeah. here and there. Hey, What's thanks up? for your show. You guys are very informative and entertaining. Uh, now, this is my second call on the same subject. And okay. I, I'm not sure if I paid attention well enough the first time. I apologize. That's all right. Uh, the front drive on uh, inside door, not the inside uh, log row, but the one next, next to, it. to it is wearing yep. before anything else. Yep. Is it a good year? It's a Michelin energy line. Oh, yeah. 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 The first line of lugs next to the shoulder on the inside of the tire. Yeah. They did a really good job of making sure that shoulder wear didn't appear on that outside shoulder. That's either wheel bearings or axle plex. Yep. Now, now the the shoulder is now wearing since the last time I asked this question. Yep. Um, Yep. And you said, you said, you said bearings the first time. I didn't tell you what kind of tire it was. Then, but, mm-hmm. um, and when we checked the bearings, I, that's where I don't think I paid attention. Um, the bearing, yeah, he he used a big yeah, big bar and he put it up on a block of wood and yeah, he, he put it up on a jack and he and he tried to move the the duels with with the bar and and he said mm-hmm. that the bearings were good. Okay, all right, that's that, not a big that's surprise. That's the way you check them. Yeah, well, okay. I use a. I use a tire iron, and I set a socket down on the floor to act as a fulcrum, and then I push yep. down on the tire, and it pops up on the tire, and if it's loose, it goes clunk, clunk, clunk. Okay? All right. But what make and model of truck is this? It's a, a 2015 Western Star. Okay. It's a kit. All right. Now, it Take could have the loose. preset non-adjustable bearings, but the odds are... <laughs> Always well, a power glider. So the the axle supposedly came off of a Cascadia. Okay. Are you parked or driving? I'm driving. Okay. This okay. is going to end up the same way as the other. Can we get him to get out and run beside the truck run while we do this? Truck. <laughs> I cannot run that fast. <laughs> you cannot run that fast. Okay. When no. you get stopped, when you get stopped someplace, and and it'll be easier okay. if you do it when you've disconnected the trailer. Okay. Huh. All right. Then walk up behind the truck and look at the top of the differential on the rear axle there. You might take a rag and rub it off and clean it off. And on top of the differential will be stamped either 9.5 or 11. If you have the 9.5, you have the lightweight axle. The axle is flexing, and that's what's causing the cupping. Well, that might be what's causing the cupping. It could still be the bearing. <clears throat> it, it could be, but the, the way the guy checked it, he, he jacked it up. He put a block of wood down. He used the, the block as a lever on the pry bar. He indeed did. Okay. And, I yeah, wasn't he, sure if that's he, what he was saying. He probably would have found it if he, he put it on blocks, yeah. and then he put a bar in the t- in the wheel and then tried to move yeah, it. Yeah, well, it, it could be either way. Yeah. But I'm I'm willing to bet ah. you got the 9.5 axle. Okay. Okay. So what and do I you, do about that? Is there any way to correct that besides no. replacing the axle? Uh, no, you're screwed. <laughs> you can find a way uh, to add yeah. 15 pounds of metal to the top of that axle. No, I've never figured that out. No, no. can't get there. Uh, you just you just really don't want 
that 9.5 axle with today's modern low rolling resistance tires. They just don't like that axle. Well, that's a that's a that's a, a, a scholarly discussion. We don't want it because we don't want to see tire wear. Some MBA probably wants it because hey, 15 30 pounds is 30 pounds, and where else? The truck is get? lighter and you can carry more load. Right, but you pay for the, the tires. Yep. So, what about the Michelin XDNs? Would that would that still be aware with those tires? All of the new low rolling resistance tires are susceptible to cupping on the inside shoulders of the inside tires if the bearings are loose or if you have a 9.5 axle. Right. So maybe uh, what we're not looking for, okay, here's my question. Maybe what we're not looking for is the newer top of the line uh, brand names, but the second tier. Yeah. You can go to some tires that are not as fuel efficient and they wear better because they don't care about the, the flex in the axle as much. Right. Because we didn't see these problems with that 9.5 axle housing back in the early 2000s and the 90s at all. It just didn't happen. Huh. Yep. It's the new tires that are that are susceptible to it. Are, are you are, – so the XDNs, would you consider – Probably those just as bad tire? or worse. Uh, I, I I don't keep track of all of the numbers on all of the models of tires, okay? So I'm I'm guilty uh, of, of saying right, okay. Our, who cares? our experience here, we're, what we mean what we mean is uh, when the the top tier best tires are the ones that they just put all the money in and they got the best rolling resistance numbers. They've got the new rubber compounds, but the <clears> the, the old models they gave to their lower tier brands like BF Goodrich, BF Goodrich or uh, the um, General or General is underneath Continental, and right. and we find those second tier tires tend to wear a little better. Just because they're not as good of rolling resistance, they they have the older compounds that are rougher and they're sturdier for this operation. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know the rolling resistance numbers on the XTN that I put on the rear axle, but they're mm-hmm. deep lugs, so I doubt that they are. Right. Um. But yeah, kind of was. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the other thing to remember is that the rear axle on a tractor wears 20% faster than the front axle on the tractor. Mm-hmm. So it will tend to buff the patterns off. You won't see as much there. The front axle wears slower, so you'll see more wear patterns there. Now, what you could try and do is rotate your tires in an X pattern, bring those other ones up to the front, and see what happens. Maybe you can stabilize it. Right. All righty. Okay. All well, right. Thanks for your help. I appreciate it. Good no luck problem. to you, buddy. Good luck. Okay. Bye-bye. Sure. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. So was, I see 218 back on the Yeah, is that not who called? I think that's him. I think that's him. All right. <laughs> well, we'll see if he's still alive. And Yeah. Or All if right. he tried running alongside the truck. <laughs> Hello, 218. You did not. Hey. Did not. <laughs> no, but what, what did you guys... I, Lost you there in the hills for a second. Yep. So. Okay. Good. What I was suggesting to you to do is either run along the truck while it's driving and try this, or wait until you stop, depending on how your mental attitude is. Stopping is probably better. Yeah. Then what I want you to do is in the middle, in the middle of each one of the tire ribs on a Michelin tire is a little half-inch long cut in the rubber. It's called a sipe, and it runs basically yep. in line with the rubber. Just take the tip of your finger and run it back and forth across that site, in and out. Right. If it feels sharp when you go in and smooth when you come out, 
That tells me that the front end of the truck is towed out just a little bit, and that little bit of tow out will make the truck want to road wander. Exactly like you're saying. And if it's just a little bit, I mean, here's what here's what we found with our with our with our experimentation on tow. If you have a vehicle that is that is uh, uh, up on turn plates, yeah. Uh, oh well, no, let's not go that way. Let's, if you have a vehicle that is rolled forward and empty, yeah, you you set you set the tow and you set it a sixteenth of an inch towed in. That's perfect, right? Or that's what we wanted, and we know it's what we wanted because when we take the same vehicle with a load on it. And roll it forward, we get a 32nd of an inch towed in. Because as you load it, it tows out. Right. So maybe this vehicle rolled forward, it started at a 32nd of an inch towed in. And when you roll it forward with a load, it's at zero. (coughs) But unfortunately, that means that when it's at 60 miles an hour, it's now towed out just a little bit. And you're road wandering and following cracks all over the road. It also might have, when you're loaded, a shimmy in the steering wheel as you accelerate between 45 and 55 miles an hour. Right. I have to try to pay attention to that, but it does feel a little sharper when I push in. But these yeah. tires have only got yeah, not even a thousand miles on them yet. So it doesn't it doesn't take hardly any time at all for that feathering to show up in that site. It's it will you won't almost ever see it on the edge of the ribs where we check on every other tire. But you will feel it on the sipes. Feel it on the sipes. Yeah, and you can as you can see, you do it when the, the vehicle's sitting still, and you can rub in your hand across it, and everything's fine. But it, it takes sort of expert level training to hang off the side of the vehicle and sort of. Feel, feel it while you're driving. You got to move your hand real fast. You can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can try it. Yeah, no, don't sorry. try it. Don't try it. Don't try it. Yeah, because he was underneath the truck in the pit, and he was pulling the pipe wrench towards him when he was adjusting the front a- front axle. So. so he was going towards tow out. Well, was he standing in front of the axle or behind the axle? Behind the oh, axle. Yeah. Oh, going towards the And he was it was hanging down and he was pulling it toward him, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Which was the correct direction, he just didn't turn it far enough. Yeah, and we're only we're only talking about just you know, uh on a, on an hour hand on an hour on an, if you're looking at a, a, a clock face, This is this is from noon to noon thirty, not even one o'clock. That's the, the amount of change between what you want and you're what gonna you want. move that bar less than five minutes on a clock. Right. So it's just okay. a very small adjustment. Okay. All right. So maybe do that, and uh, will the pipe there start reducing? Oh, yeah. 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 If you haven't driven it far enough to cause a problem, the tire will straighten out, the handling will straighten out, and you'll be in good shape. Yep. All right. Thank you. You bet right. you, buddy. Thank good you. night. Okay, All we right. got we got Minnesota taken care of in Wisconsin, and he's still alive. And he's still alive. Okay, now we've got another one here. We're running out of time. We got about ten minutes left, and we got three. Four o three area code. Four o three. Four o three. Three. I'm assuming it's Florida. Four o three. No, you couldn't be more wrong. It's Alberta, Canada. Alberta. A. Well, there's a lot of Albertans in Florida. Well, that's true. But let's talk to this guy. I bet he's still in Canada. All right. Um, I'm going to bet he's in Florida. Okay. All right. Hello, Alberta. Hello, Alberta. 
You know, Mike, there's a reason you get the big bucks. It's your favorite retired compliance officer. All right. How you doing? <laughs> hey, not bad. Not bad. All right. What's up, man? Well, since I haven't won the lottery yet, I'm still trucking. Yeah, we do that. And, and, and since I've paid attention, I'm assuming that my problem is that stupid 9mm axle on a Hendrickson trailer suspension. I'm getting inside shoulder wear. Yep. All up yep. on the truck. And is, is, a- is the con- Continental tire more susceptible to that? Because I, I caught a couple of weeks ago you were talking about tires and the uh, steel didn't go all the way to the edges, and I missed them. Well, it's all of the tires that have a solid shoulder grip. In fact, it's all the tires. They cannot run the the steel belts out to the shoulder. But if it's got a decoupler on the shoulder, about a quarter-inch wide piece of rubber, that will sacrifice and protect the main rib. Or sometimes they cut cut it around the outside edge. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's still a decoupler. Now, is okay. Continental more susceptible to this pattern than others? A little bit, because right now, the last it's on the market, which means they have the most susceptible to these patterns. Right. Okay? And we're gotcha. encouraging all the tire manufacturers, look, back off on the fuel economy just a little bit and give us some more durability. Mm-hmm. That's going about as well as the arguments with the government to back off on the diesel requirements. Right. Now, yeah. you've got the Hendrickson trailer suspension, right? Yes. And have you measured the axle to see if it's actually a six-inch axle? I have not. Okay. Do that. Okay? Okay. Now, if it is the six-inch axle and you jack up one wheel and the brakes are released, you grab the top and you shake it real hard and it doesn't go clunk, clunk, well, then it's all in the axle. Okay. Since you're a compliance-trained person, what would be your opinion if somebody welded an angle iron on top of the axle from end to end to stiffen it up? You know what? As long as uh, as long as none of the welds have cracked, uh, I'm I'm good with it. Excellent. That, That's that was going to be my that was going to be my next question if if that was the uh, the fix. It's the only fix that I found that works. <laughs> You get some inch-and-a-half angle iron, about an eighth-inch thick. Well, don't buy Hendrickson suspensions is another Well, that's, that's not a fix. That's a correction. <laughs> this is a fix. <laughs> and you need to cut three pieces. You need a long piece be- to fit between the two suspension brackets under the trailer, and you need two short yep. pieces to fit from the suspension bracket out to the backing plate because it flexes out on the spindle end, too. And you tack oh, weld okay. them on. And it just stiffens the whole axle up so it doesn't flex and we don't get the cupping anymore. Gotcha. And I'm, I'm religiously running 110 in those. Is that too much or not enough? Or? It, it, it's, it's plenty. If you wanted to drop it to 100, you could drop it to 100, but it won't change this pattern. It doesn't add right, to right. or subtract from the pattern. Okay. So that's all right. It'll, uh, it'll hit the shop in two weeks for... For the angle iron fix. There you go. There you go. And I'd be curious to get more feedback on that. I keep telling people it works, and occasionally somebody calls you back and says, yeah, it did, but more feedback would be good. Oh, okay, perfect. No, will do, Mike. Thank you, Great sir. Great show. Love it. 
and uh, look forward to uh, catching up. Be glad to talk again anytime. All right. <laughs> Take care. Guys, right. right. bye bye. Thanks for calling. All right. So I believe, was... unless I'm mistaken, that was Dale. Nice guy. Met him in CMCs. Easy to work with. And he says, as long as the welds aren't cracked, you can do that. Right. I like well, wasn't it. Wasn't he a Canadian compliance? Yeah. Canadian. Yeah. So now, yeah, now we haven't talked about DOT. And by the way, by the way there's 50 DOTs. Yeah. So everybody has their own, but they have to have some standard. Yeah. I, I wish I could believe that. I could. All right. Well, uh, is this our next one or is there somebody? Oh, yeah. That's uh, 419. We have a little time left to get these last. Yeah, we've got three minutes. We 419. Who, 419. Where is that? That's familiar. It's Ohio, isn't it? It's Ohio. Ohio. Let's see what Ohio. And he is in Ohio. Probably. I will uh, not allow him to leave. Hello, Ohio. How you doing, sir? We're doing great. How you doing? What's going on? Good. What's up? Uh, single, Super single. Trailer tires. Yeah? Okay. Okay. I'm getting a lot of... Uh, um, Chunking out of the tires. Michelin? Yes, sir. Mostly worn out three quarters of the way down the tread? Yes, they're getting there. (laughs) Yes. Michelin (laughs) has a problem with the compounding in the bottom half of the tread on their super singles. The rubber gets so hard by the time it's worn down to there that it starts chunking out looking like you've been running on a gravel. Yep. That's it. So it's normal. That's that's a condition of the Michelin tire. Nothing you can do about it. Okay. Because I was wondering whether or not to even run, uh, would it make a difference if you get old drive tires or something like that? Or No, no. It, it, okay. There's nothing that you did wrong. It's a compounding problem that they've got. They're either going to fix it or they're not going to fix it. But we see this when you get down to around 8 or 10, 30 seconds on the Michelin wide base. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's still a lot of... Lot left, but to chunk out like that, good grief. Yeah, it's still safe to drive, so there's no reason to take them off. It's just the way it wears. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, after a while, you get so many chunks, and you're like thinking DOT is going to pull you over. That's what I was worried about. Yeah, as long as you've got a certain amount of tread on two adjoining ribs and there's no steel showing, it's still legal. Okay. All right. Okay. That'll work then. All right, buddy. Uh, you have a good day, guys. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. Last last question. One minute left. One more. Five five nine. Five five nine. Your guess? My guess is Missouri. You're you're always going Missouri. Why I'm not? Go California. It hasn't worked for me yet. He is in California. He's stuck in California. He's not getting. Can't get out of California. Carb won't let him leave. Right. California Air Resources Board. Right. Let's see what kind of problem. He's got a problem with emissions, not with tires. I bet we can't answer his question. Hello, California. Hey, Mike, Kevin. Good show, guys. Thank you, sir. I'm stuck in California. ARB is big here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's up? I I called to uh, give you guys a feedback on that uh, Hendrickson 6-inch fix. The yes, iron, it works. Yes, sir. It works 100%. Excellent. I'm glad I, to hear that. I, yeah, I, I uh, put the longer piece first, then tried it. It did not work. Then I had to do the two short mm-hmm. ones because my shop was a little iffy about it. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Then after that, I went 
through three different DOT uh, inspections, the full truck and trailer inspections, no issues sure. whatsoever. They never, they never said anything. Perfect. Good. That's great news. I appreciate that. Love to hear that. I'll feel more comfortable about telling people to do it. Yeah. Yeah, because if you are an owner-operator, it's your equipment, I think it's worth uh, taking a shot. I and, agree. Uh, going I agree. through so many tires with so many issues. Very good, my friend. And, All right. And one more, com- one more comment, if, uh, if I have a time on that, uh, uh, Dana, light duty uh, on the drive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all those, you guys are right, all those uh, ro- lower ro- rolling resistance tires would not do good. And finally, on my fourth test, I went with the uh, all position and uh-huh. have okay. zero problems. Yeah, even, uh, <laughs> even my, 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 my truck retuned to uh, 700 horsepower uh, at this point and no lugging, no cupping, everything is smooth like a butter, right like a car. Excellent. That is great news. An all-position tire solves the problem. Well, how about that? We accidentally yes, solved the problem. I, because I know that I'm going to get uh, less miles, but uh, the all-position tires I used, it's uh, Uniroyal, and it's cost me close to half, so uh, <laughs> I, I'll be getting uh, my uh, my money's worth. And I did yeah. not lose any uh, fuel mileage as well no. for those owner-operators <laughs> there after fuel mileage. You should get better fuel mileage with an all-position tire than you do a lug tire. That's true. Probably I do, but I don't notice since the truck has so much horsepower, it's fun to drive, and I, <laughs> I just go careless and enjoy it. There are a lot of hills friend. in California. I really appreciate that feedback. You have yourself a great day, my friend. All right. You guys do. Thank you so much. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so... We've got a guy that gave us direct feedback. He did the correction to the axles, and the DOT people have given him no problems in three full inspections. Right, and he went to the lower uh, all position tread. The yeah the, the but he went to an all position, not a lug tire. All even all position straight rib. But the point the point being, it's uh, it's it's not one of the premium tires. It's not one of the low rolling resistance tires. It's a second it's, level. And it, didn't, and it didn't succumb to the 9.5 millimeter axle flex. It cost him half as much as the lugs do, so he right. can get half the mileage and still get his cost per mile. Right. Perfect. Beautiful stuff. All righty, All folks. Right. It's been fun. We had a good time. We got a few yucks. Y'all have yourselves a good week. We will be back next Sunday night with another episode of As the Stomach Churns. Bye. Bye.